Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey friends, welcome into PHNX Cardinals podcast, Hard Knocks, Card Knocks After Dark. Hot damn, this is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm Johnny Venerable, he's Bo Brock. A nice, simple episode brought to you by one of the most disappointing stares I've ever seen in my GD life, Bo Brock. It was like, <laughs> it was like a parent looking at their kid after they just flunked the math test. Michael Bidwell Cliff Kingsbury, post-Tampa Bay. You should have fucking run it on third and one with James <laughs> Conner, Cliff. That's that look. Where do we begin? I mean, Michael Bidwell gets out his Christmas best velvet coat, and he gets embarrassed. Up 16-6 to six in the fourth quarter, and they can't pull it out. You got Mike Evans at the end of the game telling Antonio Hamilton, y'all had that one. Y'all had that one. And that's, that's also what Michael Bidwell's thinking in his head right there, too, is in behind Cliff Kingsbury. It's like Cliff Kingsbury's the son and he's just telling his daddy flunked out of college. He can't go back at Christmas dinner. And that's the stare he gets. Right. Yeah. I mean, that if, if a stare, if a, is a, if a picture, it's a thousand words right there, but Let's uh, get back pro- up, Jacob one more time. I need to see yeah. Bidwell Santa Claus in his red suit, ready to deliver <laughs> not presents, but coal presents to the franchise in the form of a new regime Cole to Cliff Kingsbury. And that that look at just the body language on Cliff. No eye contact made. He knows his boss is two feet away from him. Head on the head, looking down, right? Michael just dead stare. Like, you guys are an embarrassment. I'm going to gut this bitch. No one's safe. Look at that face. I've never seen him look like that before, ever. No. no. I mean, it, it, they say a picture could say a thousand words. This one says two. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we like Cliff Kingsbury. He's a good dude. He's a good man. Yeah. Uh, you can't you can't have one home win in 14 months. And again, I, I don't know if people thought you know spirited moral victory. No, losing's losing in the NFL. You know who likes moral victories? Losers. This team had that win. Third and one, fourth quarter. We saw it. Bo just talked about it. You ram James Conner, who you paying a premium down the middle. You convert. You win the game. He gets cute again. Too cute to look at his owner right now. Tough place to be, Bo. Do you think he got cute on that with the pitch because they were gashed by the pitch like the previous week? Like the the Denver Broncos were able to get like huge, massive gains on a on a pitch. He's like, is is he that? As far as a play caller, he's like, hey, hey I'm gonna steal from them. Like, yeah, yeah. Like Eddie <laughs> Hackett's doing. <laughs> Taken from the guy who just got sent his walking papers. 
He just got pink slipped by <laughs> here. All right. Oh, now he's out of the league. All secrets are mine now. Right. Exactly. I mean, this was, it took about 46 and a half minutes and, and there it was. That was the reason you tuned in to hard knocks. And now it's why you're tuning in the card knocks tonight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, there, there was a couple of things that stood out, but I mean, after that, after that awkward moment, it was, it probably yeah. was on your screen. I mean, it's on Johnny Venerable's Twitter right now. And, and it, I think what, what's the runtime on that? It, it had you to know, have been at least 47 minutes because it felt it, like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least 10, seven to 10 seconds. So full Oof. transparency that, that part aired and I immediately was like, my wife was trying to talk to me. I'm like, please, honey, I have to, I have to videotape yeah. this. I have to put it on, on Twitter. Cause a lot of people don't have HBO and I, God bless you who, who haven't even watched this and come watch us. That's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I sent it to my dad. He's like, what's this from? When was this? And I'm like, no, no, no. This was right after Tampa. This is like three days ago. Um, so it needed to be shown showcase to the world. Like if that's not an insight and they're giving full clearance, like, if, if Cliff Kingsbury doesn't know J.J. Watt's retiring and Kyler Murray's having surgery soon, he sure as hell doesn't know that clip's going to be on Hard Knocks. I texted Bo like a third into the show, and if you were just to sit somebody down that had no idea about the Arizona Cardinals, they would think Vance Joseph is the head coach. He's featured in like every segment. Mm-hmm. He opens like every episode now, whether he's walking with the other coaches or this <laughs> talking about Buda Baker and J.J. Watt. And for good reason, he's, he commands the room. He's good in front of people. I do think he's a pretty good coach. Cliff's right. just like, it literally, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury could not be in this show less, right? Yeah, you wouldn't know that these these, these are the two guys that are leading the charge the last uh, almost almost four seasons. And, yeah. and they're not. I mean, a great point by Cardinals update. What about Cliff leaving the locker room before halftime? Pretty much saying, hey, get to Buddha. Get to Buddha for uh, him to kind of rally the troops here before yeah. going out and holding on to this and increasing this lead and beating Tom Brady. Buddha's got you. As you mentioned, Vance Joseph's the guy that's kind of leading the charge as far as yeah. the facility. He's saying the things with substance, saying, hey, guys, you got to put this on film. We got a yeah. future Hall of Famer in JJ Watt. We got a five time Pro Bowler, Buddha Baker, putting it all out on the line, putting every single ounce in like blood, sweat, and tears into their effort and, and trying to right this ship. Yeah. And, you know, the rest of you guys, we can see. We can see you're out of position. We can see as far as uh, if, if you're not getting leverage, we can see if you're not giving effort on, on every single play. And, we, we just hear, we see, we see Cliff Kingsbury. We say at halftime, turn to Buddha for your, for your inspiration before you go out there to the playing field. And then afterwards, when, when he's got his owner right there, where he's got to say something, you know, a little profound, say something with two games left. This is all you got. This is, this is probably your last chance as being a head coach. This is your opportunity to say something that's going to inspire these guys and, and kind of take away from this brutal, just catastrophic loss on prime time to Tom Brady, uh, a 10 point lead that you squandered. And all he's got is the same thing that we've seen every episode after every loss. There was nothing more to it. It was just an empty message that we've heard before. And it's the same reason why they brought J.J. Watt into Arizona. They needed better leadership. Michael Bidwell is like, we got to have better leadership. Maybe just get a coach that can command the locker room. I don't know. Our guy Tyler Drake uh, posted this on Twitter, and it rings true. It's like Michael Bidwell's in a lot of episodes now. 
Is that like mm-hmm. to brace for the inevitable that's going to happen in two weeks? Like, hey, guys, let me slowly start to reintroduce myself to you, America, because you're going to be seeing a lot more of me when Cliff Kingsbury is gone. I mean, he had that speech to begin last week's episode. You know, Kime's gone, right? He gives the speech about guys cutting corners. And then this week he gives uh, Cliff Kingsbury the stare and then kind of Vance Joseph. I didn't catch it at the beginning. I almost rewound it, but I didn't. Talking mm-hmm. about potentially I have to explain the the effort plays here like I can explain you're out of assignment you don't know what you're doing but I how am I supposed to explain this is that in reference to his his one on one or his two on one Cliff and Michael kind of powwow they do every week because I don't doubt it I don't doubt that at all I took that as hey guys I have to talk to Michael Bidwell and you're making me look bad and you're making yourself look bad Mm -hmm. that was uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's exactly what that is. And uh, I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, it was, you know, Cliff Kingsbury said at some point during this disastrous season that Michael Bidwell sits in on Monday's film sessions with Vance Joseph and Cliff Kingsbury and watches it. And I'm sure, you know, they're pointing out and, and they're breaking down the film and looking at it. And there's, they have to come up with a reason of why yeah, a, a right lot here. of these a lot of these plays, yeah. BJ said, "How the hell am I supposed to explain your effort?" Basically, thanks, Mike Maris. Uh, it's it, it, he shouldn't have to, right? Um, yeah. And then you've got Sean Jefferson. You know, it was great at the end, very end, what he was doing, kind of educating people on the late great Franco Harris. But also, you know, he was one of those guys. I think it was during practice that was just trying to 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 get guys. Uh, to, to focus and, and, and really kind of light a fire. I mean, and it wasn't just kind of like, Hey, well, we didn't get this one, but we really want to get one before the end of the year. Like it was more than that. There was some substance to it. There was, there was coaching going on. And I feel like we, we can't, you can have guys that are just scheme guys, right? You can have guys that just kind of build game plans and you can have guys that just call plays, but he can't be your head guy. Right. I just get the, Mm -hmm. like every like the more and more we see this team and this brand of football, you see that that's not a successful way forward. Vance is like, help me make my case for you. And it's like, Vance, there's three weeks left in this season. There's three weeks left of likely you coordinating this defense. Like I know you have to say those kind of things, but if we're preaching effort and they're not picking up what you're grasping, when a lot of these players have been under your guidance and tutelage for four years, it's never going to happen. And I think that's what Michael Bidwell is slowly starting to find out, or he's already found it out based on that stare. Let's see that stare one more time, Jacob. Uh, this is <laughs> this is the stare of a man saying, we are who we are. It's a broken product. I got to fix it. And what Michael Bidwell should just do from now on is just, I wouldn't make an appearance these next two weeks. I found out what I need to find out. They're on the road. I saw something before the show. They haven't won. I think somebody posted this. I can't remember who it was. They, they, they haven't won in Atlanta in 30 years. So for everybody, including myself, that thinks this is going to be an easy wow. dub, uh, it's it's been a couple decades since they've won in the old ATL. Um, but I mean, my longer in the Minnesota, I, I would I would say it's probably in the same ballpark. Maybe when's wow. I can't remember them. Have two streaks like that? That's yeah. brutal. Oh, but it is, it is our, our <laughs> blessed Cardinals. Uh, Mike saying Cliff's body language at the end in the locker room. Yikes! Head down. Eyes down, tail between his legs, right in front of him. Well, I think he's just. What can you even say at this point? You're mm-hmm. you're a lame duck in in all actuality. You lost your quarterback. I'm sure Cliff, based on the ESPN article, feels like no pun intended. He's not playing with a full deck. Thus, he can't succeed. He doesn't have the guy who hired him that that pushed for him and, and Steve Kime. He didn't have a relationship with Michael Bidwell four years ago, and then he just had a press conference 
what was it, eight months ago, signing an extension with this guy nine months ago, and now they're in a position where he's going to lose his job and so is the GM. It's unprecedented, yet 100% absolutely necessary. You can't lose this much. You've become, like we laugh at the Browns and the Lions because they're big-time joke franchises. You've Mm -hmm. become the Lions. This is what the Lions do. The Lions have one home win in like a calendar month. You want to be the Detroit Lions or do you want to fix it? Because if you stick with status quo, or even somebody texted me before the show, and I don't want to get into the whole coaching dilemma and what they shouldn't do. And you, the last two coaching hires you've made are guys that have not been head coaches before. You can't do mm-hmm. that again. You need to hire somebody who's been a head coach that's commanded a room. And Steve Wilkes may be benefiting even from that shit year with the Cardinals now in his interim right. basis with Carolina. Uh, that to me, it, you have to even more so than a specific side of the ball, even more so than your resume, Ben Johnson scoring all these points, D'Amico Ryan coordinating this defense. You Mm got to pick somebody that can lead men because you don't have that now. Yeah. It's uh, I I mean, you're as far as your candidates, I mean, the one I know we all want Sean Payton, uh, Jim Harbaugh, who's in town for the Fiesta Bowl and the college football playoff. That would be great. But yep. then you start to look at it. If you're looking for experience, I mean, you have to really kind of open things up. That that probably brings back a guy who hasn't been a, a coach for a long time, like Jim Caldwell, right? Yeah. Last time we saw him. They should have hired him for part of the Lions. last offseason. I mean, you'd have to, to start digging into that. And I don't even know if the if the organization would go that route at this point, right? I mean, they're they're going to try again. And it's, it's going to be because he's probably going to be doing it uh, with what he learned f- with Kime, and, and you wish, wish you would learn the lessons uh, throughout these the processes that have been failures, uh, but you, you you don't know. You don't know. I mean, everything he knows about hiring a coach, he's done hand-in-hand hand with Steve Kime. We'll see what Adrian Wilson and Quentin Harris potentially could bring to the table, but they're also guys who have worked uh, under Steve Kime most of their careers. So I, I know that I've preached before that you, you can't like completely buy into that, that they can't be successful just because they've worked for Steve Kime. But I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I think that it's just very limited as far as player or head coaches that are available. I know. Or I know that, that have experience, especially because you can't for the life of you go to the college ranks and get a, a college head coach again, like cliff. You can't, I, coordinators that haven't been head coaches, I, I would say this is a very big challenge for a first-time head coach to come into this team based on the toxicity that's surrounding a lot of these pieces yeah. of this franchise. You need, that's why we keep talking about it, a plug and play. And Sean Payton, we're going to continue to harp on it, went to New Orleans and overcame Hurricane Katrina and immediately put the New Orleans Saints on the map and elevated everybody. I mean, some guys are just made for these kind of situations. And Michael Bidwell, you can't go cheap, right? And you, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think you can go internally either. I love Adrian Wilson. I hope that, you know, if he's given an opportunity, he's given a fair shot. But I also think that if you go Adrian Wilson or Quentin Harris, especially A-Dub in this specific mm-hmm. instance, you're going with somebody that you feel like, well, the fan base is going to back me because they love A-Dub. They're comfortable with that. When in reality, we talk to most people, people in the chat, we all love Adrian Wilson. We want him to be a part of the franchise. That I mean, you you don't have this kind of streak of losses on and off the field, and expect just to promote from within, right? And I don't think, and this is no like disrespect to Adrian Wilson. I, I don't. I think if you let him leave this building, 
this organization. And he goes on and he takes the next step as far as the front office and obviously yeah. a scout. Like, are, are people going to be like, oh, he was the one that got away. He was going to be the one that was going to turn around this franchise. I don't think – I think he can go – it's not like him leaving as a player and how, how defeating it was when he went to join the New England Patriots because he felt like that was going to be something where it was going to burn you. It didn't at the end of the day, but I just – I think as far as the fan base wants just a a fresh look at this, wants some fresh new ideas and something completely different that they haven't had since 1994. It's absurd. They haven't found an external candidate as far as the front office goes, the GM position since 1994. So uh, I love it. Cardinals update. Speak Sean Payton to Arizona into existence. We've got some updates as far as uh, Payton, um, just kind of reading different things, pro football rumors. You've got uh, pro football talk and Mike Florio, his take on it today. You know, is there a reunion in the works as far as New Orleans? We'll definitely get into that. But let's get into the conversation about our PHNX tea party that's going Ooh. down. It's happening January 13th, Dobson Ranch Golf Club. It's going to be an unbelievable event that you have to get yourself too you can bring the family to kids 10 and under play for free free youth clinic going on as i said january 13th that's a friday at 5 30 food drink merchandise contests and prizes we're gonna have all sorts of things going on they've got bays where you can you know tee it up with us you can see how long you can hit it you can see how accurate you are with with the irons get out there join us at dobson ranch in mesa with for the phnx tea party you can register today we got a link in the show notes if you're a diehard you can save some money on that as well and it's brought to you by our friends at four peaks so you're going to have the delicious four peaks brew out there as well big thank you to them and if you're looking for a place to watch the final two weeks of the nfl season go check it out at four peaks get some great food great drinks great atmosphere and get your tickets to the PHNX Tea Party in the description. If you're wondering what the line is, again, if you weren't on our earlier show today at 4 p.m., PHNX Cardinals Live. Cardinals are a three-point underdog at Atlanta, and uh, you can dabble on that game if you so choose on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I have not been able to find a J.J. Watt anytime touchdown prop, but I think it's Mm. coming. Shane said, you know, he knows some people DraftKings. He's going to make some calls for us, but in the meantime, what you have to do Uh, really ahead of Cowboys Titans tomorrow. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game. Just 5 bucks. if you're a new customer. Get a $150 bet instantly in free bets. So you put 5 bucks on Dallas tomorrow. They win. Boom, $150 in free bets instantly into your account. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details. We're keeping the party moving here on Card Knox after dark. Bull Brock, Johnny Venerable. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Are there two episodes left? Do we got one next week and then one? Do, do we get a week after episode, even though the season's over? Do you think I that believe so? The crescendo Black Monday mm. crescendo episode. That yeah. that is the, that's got to be the most anticipated episode to date. Yeah, I think it's definitely got to go down, kind of wrap up everything that we saw. The final game, obviously, will be on the road against San Francisco, and they'll kind of just do a little exit interview, at least from what I remember against the Colts or for the Colts last year. And they didn't have any firings or anything. Frank Reich uh, was retained, uh, even though they had a disastrous season finale where they could have punched their ticket the postseason and couldn't beat Jacksonville at the time, uh, who it was – 
they had an interim coach because they had fired Urban Meyer before the end of the season. So uh, this one could be, this is the second season of in-season hard knock. So could be the most uh, dramatic if if there are changes come January 9th. Interesting enough, uh, we've got Han in the chat. Great name, Han. Bidwell needs to stop hiring and keeping friends and family. His Mm -hmm. father made the same mistakes, 100%. I mean, it's it's. I get to work with my close friends here at PHNX, but I made them through PHNX. Ah. I didn't bring them with me here. I'd want to fire everybody I know if they were on PHNX <laughs> Cardinals with me now because they'd be so upset with me on PHNX Cardinals because this team can't get it together and none of us would keep our composure like Bo Brock. But, you know, in all seriousness, I remember Bill Bidwell. It was it was in the family, right? It was kind of like what Jerry Jones has done with, with uh, Stephen Jones, right? It's like all his sons and kids and nephews are all dabbling in the draft process, and that's why that situation is so chaotic. Michael's in a unique position. I mean, he's not married, doesn't have any kids, right? He's close with his family. He's got a sister who helps out with the organization from time to time. But, like, he could literally say, nope, I'm going to get all new business associates, new business partners, bring them in, right, and let them run the show, and I'll, I'm going to delegate to them. And I really do mm-hmm. think that, that that that's the best way for immediate success. But, Bo, you've talked about it to me before. The Cardinals don't have, like, a once-upon-a-time John Elway team president. They don't have somebody like mm-hmm. that. They've got right. a bunch of kind of business partners, associates, maybe some people who are dabbling in the football operations that shouldn't be. And then there's a Kime and a Cliff and everybody else. The organizational structure for the Cardinals is unusual. And that's mm-hmm. something else I think a lot of people feel like needs to be fixed. Yeah, I mean, we'd love to see it. I mean, it it's one of the things that you didn't really think about because, I mean, I've been around this organization now this full season. And as far as you don't think that they lack the president, that's that's the role that's assumed uh, along with being the owner. And, and yeah. it was Michael's uh, title until his dad, you know, it did did pass away last year. So uh, it it's something that you, you you would hope that this organization is just trying to get more people in there instead of this being this like two person brain trust that has been for far too long where it's been Bidwell and, and then Kime. And yeah. then when we talked to Josh Weinfuss on ESPN after the SP or from ESPN about his bombshell report with Jeremy Fowler and said that, you know, for, for weeks, Kime has been pretty much uh, a wall for the most part. We, you yeah. asked, where has he been? And he said, <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't know. We don't know before his and, before his leave of absence. That's right. important and, to know. And before that, Cliff Kingsbury, according to Weinfuss and ESPN, he felt like Steve Kime was no longer a resource. His general manager was no longer a resource to him, the head coach of a football team. Uh, it, it's just absurd. And to not have anybody else in the building to say, "Hey, what the fuck?" Right? I mean, is, how about is, that is, comment is, when Kime and Cliff went to Michael? earlier in the season and asked for something and were yeah. vetoed. You have to wonder, maybe Michael made a decision there, like I've made a mistake. We're going to mm-hmm. let things play out this year. You're not getting more money to sign whatever. You're not getting future resources. I mean, God love him. We were we were clamming for trades before the deadline. And who knows, right. maybe Michael Biddle was behind the scene like, more trades? I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a ham sandwich for Robbie Anderson. You guys right. can't win a game. Playoffs. Right. I'm- Trade I mean, line. I don't disagree with that. I mean, is you look at the coach and his the quarterback that they just signed to a massive extension, the biggest in the history of the franchise. Yeah, he was playing his worst football to date. And then you had the GM who just whiffed on a, on several trades. Trayvon Mullen couldn't get on the playing field at all. I, I mean, I mean, it, it, it wasn't. He didn't have the opposite of the Midas touch. Whatever he talked, he touched <laughs> turned to shit. 
And for them to like have the audacity or, or the confidence to go up and, Hey, Hey Mike, can we, uh, can we get a couple of cap dollars to, to yeah. pull the trigger on this and, and sell some more draft capital? He's like, no, the, the team that you just asked for this entire off season and all the extensions and all the players they're not performing, get that right yeah. first. And it's probably the beginning of the end complete speculation on our behalf, but, uh, uh, more more speculation real quick as far as because this is the card knocks hard knocks episode recap jj yeah. watt kneeling in the middle of the uh in the middle of the locker room post game it feels yeah. like he was gonna say something but we didn't see it at all do you think there was more to that do you think he was telling the guys that was his final home game that's not it would go against whatever everything we heard today at the press well, conference no one, as far as- no one tells the truth to the media at this at this facility we know that right we get we get told lies left and right uh, where somebody where we're not considering a move, and then two minutes later you leave the facility and a move is made, right? right. So, right. I I think it's I think everything's on the table. I think I think there's a chance JJ Watt addressed the team, but I mean who who knows? It did it even seem appropriate to do. Maybe there was some rumblings, but then like the Jesse Lucetta video. When did that come out? When did that go down about him? You know, getting his <laughs> wisdom teeth pulled, and and uh, did that happen on Monday? Now hold on. Let, let's get let's set this up because let's give us some proper due because this is hilarious. The show. Yeah, okay. no, it's okay. It's it's perfect. It, you somehow stumbled your way into a transition. It was nice. Uh, so JJ <laughs> Watt at his at his retirement press conference today th- told this hilarious story about rookie linebacker, pass rusher Jesse Lucetta at Penn State, late round draft pick for the Cardinals, and he found out that that uh, that. JJ Watt was retiring as he woke up, woke up from anesthesia after getting mm. his wisdom teeth pulled. And this uh, producer Jacob, who's who's uh, behind the scenes tonight, he's got the video. This is JJ Watt breaking down this weird exchange he had with Jesse Lucetta on Tuesday after he announced his retirement on social media. So then I'm like, I laugh my ass off. I mean, I'm dying laughing. So I FaceTime him, and he answers, and he is still gone i mean just completely gone and i'm like jesse what the, what are you doing he's like yeah i just want a jersey and like, he's just like, he can't speak whatsoever and then like four hours later i get a text from jesse he goes he goes i still want that jersey man he goes but i'm sorry for the call they had literally just told me when i woke up from the anesthesia that you're retiring and i was like it, i mean I, when i tell you i was dying laughing it was the funniest i'll see if i can get him i'll get his permission to give me the clip because it's gold. It's gold. So Jesse, look at it. That's good stuff. Yeah. And there's more to it. You can see it on PHNX underscore Cardinals, Twitter. Um, you've got it. It's about two minutes worth. And he just goes through this whole thing because he, he posted on social media and then he's get, he's his JJ Watt basically says he puts his phone down for a while. It just explodes right with every outpouring of responses yeah. to this. Him kind of dropping a bombshell, and then uh, and he's getting his random. He got a voice text from Laketa, and because he's got cotton ball cotton balls in his mouth, and he just had his wisdom teeth removed, he can't understand what the hell he's saying. So, like, he tries to FaceTime him, and JJ's like, "I don't know this number. I'm not picking up the FaceTime to this rando." And then next thing he knows, like it's Laketa. He texts him, and he finally FaceTimes him back, and that's where we picked it up. And he and he's got like. He talks to him and he, he's still just completely like mollywopped by the anesthesia. And like, it's, it's the David viral video. Like, is this real life? But it's, it's Cardinals rookie linebacker, Jesse Lucetta. It is real life. You know, what else is real life. Uh, <laughs> I checked over the cap.com. We were speculating uh, Robbie Anderson's cap hit next year. 
uh, $12 million. Speaking of a midseason trade acquisition that has gone horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, yeah, but there's no uh, dead that, money, right? They could just they just cut him, right? Right. Yeah, he won't he won't be returning. So that'll be Cody Ford gone, free agent. Trayvon Mullen gone. Robbie Anderson mm-hmm. likely gone. Uh, Cardinals update. If you weren't a fan of the NFL and watched Hard Knocks, you wouldn't know Kyler... $250 million quarterback yeah. for this team. You'd think Colt McCoy is QB one. Uh, and I, and I believe that that has nothing to do with the injury. Like he was barely on the show when he was healthy and playing. And yeah. I know he's missed time and he missed the Mexico city game with a lower body injury, but man, it's like the two most prominent people within this franchise. Cliff has now been overshadowed by Vance Joseph and Kyler Murray has less runtime than like somebody like Will Hernandez with all due respect, or I don't know. Like uh, Antonio Hamilton, certainly. Mm-hmm. Like you would never know it. We they might as well have done cards knocks, hard knocks during the training camp because you're not getting the star players anyway. You're not getting caught. Ky- we wanted insight into Kyler Murray. We know Kyler Murray was around the team recently. He's not in the film room. He's not in the QB room. Did you think that was odd? By the way, that they were prepping for this week and Kyler's not there. Is that normal for a player? Because I'm watching. That, I'm thinking to myself, he hasn't had a surgery yet. He's not in rehab. Mm-hmm. He's been around the team. Should he be in like the film study room with Cold and Trace and those guys like helping him get ready, or is that not yeah. normal? I, I I couldn't tell you. I mean, you, sometimes you'll see injured players uh, stay away from the team, and we, with this team, you've seen it for the most part. I mean, Rodney Hudson, Justin Pugh, but those are guys who are vets, and those are guys that have been IR'd uh, way way long ago. So I, yeah. I don't know what the philosophy is on that. Byron was IR'd. He was he was in the, the he was yeah. We did room. see him. Uh, I mean, he was just IR'd, wasn't he? Like last week. Yeah. So he was IR'd during the week. And, and maybe there's so a, a chance. It is. <laughs> this team, man. Somebody Nothing. in the chat, Mike says in the chat, Coogler, Sean Coogler had more FaceTime than Kyler <laughs> Murray. It, it, Listen, you can't get the higher and lower for Kyler Murray's finale on Hard Knocks, but you can take the higher and lower for underdog fantasy points for Cardinals at Falcons this weekend. Let me tell you. Underdog fantasy does daily fantasy sports different. None of this hogwash year-long fantasy garbage where you're stuck with your same starry-ass team from August to January. No, no, no. Draft your team daily against five of your friends and the highest-scoring squad for the night wins that cold, hard cash. Draft up to six NBA players with no positional limits. And bang, you're rocking and rolling with underdog fantasy. Like, will Devin Booker hit the higher-end points? Well, he's not playing. How about DeAndre Ayton, who is having a big game Tonight, it's super easy to get started. All you got to do, go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with promo code, you guessed it, PHNX, and get this. Underdog Fantasy is going to match your first deposit up to $100. So you put in a hundy, bam, you get out a hundy, only with Underdog Fantasy, only with PHNX. Promo code, using Underdog Fantasy. Get in on the action today, Bo. We had some family in town for the holidays and we realized the error of our ways as far as what we <laughs> lack, as far as a guest room, we're going to have to yeah. hook things up. Our guests, we got to take better care of them going forward. And the way we're going to do that is our friends over at more furniture. More for, I thought, you know, we had more furniture, had our living room dialed in. Our dining room was looking good and our guests were, they loved it until it was time to go to bed. And, and then like, the what? water bed. Yeah, then, the, then it was. They were swish swashing around. They were on the high seas all night long, and they're tired of it. They want us to upgrade our furniture. The best way to do that right now is more furniture. It's actually only, it's always a good time 
to check out what's going on at morfurniture.com, morefurniture.com. They got the white glove, re- glove delivery. You received our office furniture that way. They, they bring it in. They do all the heavy lifting literally for you, and they set it up exactly how you want it set up. They don't just slap it down on your doorstep. The white glove del- delivery, they'll bring it right inside, and they'll set it up. Get that perfect feng shui that you need for your living room, dining room, Ooh, your bedroom. Wherever it might be, I don't even know what it means. I just I've I've heard it a long time, I and I said it, and I just just regurgitated it. But all thanks to More Furniture, I'm going to be a better host for any guests going forward. Check them out, morefurniture.com. It's funny. I love when you do those reads because slowly but surely we we just migrate from one Bobrock room to another <laughs> of your house as you continue to redo everything. So damn with affordable furniture. It is. Dylan Richard, Johnny, I was hoping you would get another fuck from Bidwell tonight. Uh, <laughs> listen, I feel like that's coming. You lose to Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati with a rag arm. And God love Desmond Ritter. He's a great college quarterback. You lose to this Atlanta team. I mean, is there a chance, Bo? I ain't, we didn't talk about this on PHNX Cardinals. We'll get into it now. No. You lose You lose Sunday, no matter it's by three or by 30. Is there a chance he could get fired before the finale and you just make Vance Joseph the interim? Or is that a completely wasted effort and you just, no matter what, he's guaranteed these next two weeks? I mean, we were saying it earlier this season when we were speculating on this because it's been such a disastrous season. Uh, you know, you've got like a Spencer Whipple, Whipple right, who, who kind of ran the show, at least on the offensive side of the football against Cleveland, and yeah. that was very successful, right? That was a big win last season. Uh, you got Cam Turner, who probably knows this in this offense as, as well as Cliff. Uh, but you know, you've got Whipple now run, working with the running backs. You've got your old yeah. tight ends coach running with your offensive line. You've got Cam Turner, who's pretty much the guy who's running the quarterback room. And then uh, I know you'd be like, "Well, Cliff, what would you say you do here from the two Bobs in office space?" But I, I just think at this point, you're so close to the finish line, right? And just just ride this thing out. And if you're Bidwell, like, do you, do you, at this point, do you, do you want to win? Do you want, do you, how much does it, does that do it for you as an owner? Uh, I mean, you don't think there's it, any benefit to go into Vance and say, Hey, I relieve Cliff of his duties. We're going to have whomever call plays this week, but you're in charge. I want you to lead the team into San Francisco, the game plan, so I can evaluate you and everybody else. But I just feel like for me to get my best look at you, or is that insulting with one week left? Did that need to be done around the bye week a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's that ship has sailed. It, at this point, you just ride it out and then and you figure it out. It, but you be re- you have to be ready, right? You have to be ready because we already see uh, there's blood on the water in the water for Sean Payton. So many suitors already kind of lining up, uh, putting on their Sunday best to to have their meeting with with Sean Payton, including his old employer, current employer, whatever you want to say, he's under contract with the saints through 2024. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, we should, let's, let's, let's touch on Sean before we get out of here. Let's touch on D hop before we get out of here. But one thing I want to point out one last thing from this, this hard knocks episode is the toughness of Buda Baker. My God, the the guy, what's he, he kind of got tripped up over Zayvon Collins, right. And fractures his shoulder. Doesn't even grab his shoulder. No, yeah. Didn't miss a single play. Didn't miss a single play. They show him hitting guys around the goal line, you know, just a few plays later. I mean, we don't deserve Buda Baker. And and the two guys that were singled out, 
by Vance Joseph to kind of open that episode. JJ and Buddha is like, JJ's retiring. And now Buddha Baker is like, he's, he's one of one on that team. And that's, that's really unfortunate. Like going forward, I know that people want a whole lot of change, but you've only got one guy. That's like a dog on your defense right now. Uh, Zach Allen is a guy that's going to hit free agency. And then outside, like you like Jalen Thompson, right? He's been kind of had a quiet year, but still steady. But I mean, as far as like true dogs, you've got one of, of 11 defenders. I was thinking about it today. Like, I think the secondary has been pretty damn good this year. Uh, I'm not saying the defense has been good. They've been giving up a lot of points, but like, I don't, when was the last time the secondary outside of Mexico city, they got torched for like four or five passing touchdowns. It hasn't really happened this year. So I, I actually like what they have in the back seven led by Buda Baker, but you're right. Mm -hmm. Like, Everybody wants to annoy Zach Allen, and he's like, he's not J.J. Watt Jr. He's benefiting, I think, by playing next to J.J. Watt and learning from him. But is he a dog? Is he an ass kicker? Is he a, you know, battle it out guy to the end? What do you call it? Like a trenches kind of guy that you want to go to war with? Or can you find somebody better this offseason? And if you can, and they cost more, then you you pay a premium for a premium. Because I think, with all due respect to Zach Allen, I think the Cardinals could do better i mean just the cardinals have never been able to consistently stop the run with zach allen in the lineup and you could say that's a, that's a difference of defensive philosophy and it's it's a plague by vance joseph's three four scheme okay well whomever's the next defensive coordinator i'll let him watch two years worth of tape on zach allen and zavin collins and isaiah simmons and he can make an assessment if and when and how to play them and if zach allen is worth bringing back the new defensive coordinator could come back and say I don't want Byron Murphy or Zach Allen. I want my own guys for my own team who are also in free agency, or I want these players in the draft. And you're, you're giving up 32 points a game. Part of it is on the players. It's not just on Vance Joseph. I I've seen Vance Joseph coordinate enough top 12 to 15 defenses. I'm all right with that, but let's do it. Let's get into the Sean Payton stuff because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of mixed messaging right now. Mike Florio. Yeah, he's good at his job. He loves to stir the pot over pro pro football talk every other day. My guy, Bo Brock is credited with an article at profootballtalk.com. But here's what I will say. Um, I I do not think there's an opportunity for Sean Payton to return to New Orleans. I'll tell you why. You don't give Dennis Allen that opportunity and then take it away from him. With a team that's in disarray, that team had – Peter King picked them to make the Super Bowl. That was stupid. They had no expectations. They lose Jameis Winston, which is not a player. He saddled his career to. A bunch of their players are kind of MIA. They're in a weird transition period. Michael Thomas could be gone. They've had injuries up and down the roster. I would argue he's done a lot with less, including with a guy like Chris Olave. I think they want to ride it out with with um, with him at least another year. And if you're Sean Payton, like, don't you want a fresh start? This is what Bruce Arians got once upon a time, and it led to a Super Bowl. It, it was such a weird as you said, unprecedented return. I mean, 16 seasons with a, with a team, and then he kind of like had them panicking pretty much. I mean, it was during yeah. the Super Bowl last year uh, where – before the Super Bowl where he just kind of decided to, to hang them up, and they had yeah. to go – they were doing all these interviews, and, and they, they liked Allen, and, and they, they tabbed him the coach, and then, you know, through a season's worth where they lose Jameis for a little bit, and they go with Andy Dalton, and – Alvin Kamara hasn't been the same and they've, they've dealt with a, a bunch of def- defensive injuries. I, I just think it, it would be weird for him to say that it, like Florio said today that it's the worst kept secret. I, I just don't buy that. I, I think that that's put that that's be a little too hot takey for me. Like the, the, the fact like to say it's, it's a potential 
Yeah, I'll buy that. Like for sure. Yeah, like he, he obviously it, he has relationships there, no doubt about it. He has some great memories, but you know, from what we've seen from the very jump about Sean Payton returning the coaches, he wants to be close to LA. And, you know, geographically that doesn't add up. I know it's a, a little short. It's a, it's a, what, probably three and a half hour flight from New Orleans to, to LA, but I, he, he want and, and then he's going to, they're going to figure out the quarterback situation before or after, or like when, you know, he's not going to bring in Tom Brady, who's going to be 46 years old. But he's trying, to, he's trying to build a sustainable winner. They don't yeah. have a, they're going to lose their top 10 pick this year. Do they not have a top 10 pick? They traded away last year to trade up. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't think they have their top 10 pick. I could, I could be wrong. Maybe that was last year when they traded up for, I can't remember. Did they trade up for Chris Olave? And now they don't have a top. Is that who the Eagles pick us through? Is through the New Orleans Saints? I think it is. I don't yeah. think they have their first yeah. round pick this year. So Sean, you can't even get the heir apparent at quarterback. You're in cap hell. A lot of your best players are on the way out. And also, like, you're friends with Dennis Allen and his family, and you're just going to come back into town and say, no, no, Dennis, you're the defensive coordinator <laughs> again. Like, the right. coaching fraternity, that's not a good look. Plus, He's like, going to Jay Leno it. Remember Jay Leno left the Tonight Show? Yes. and Dave he's going to Conan O'Brien, Dennis <laughs> Allen? Come on now. Here's what, I, here's, what I, here's what I will say. It's like winning a Super Bowl in New Orleans when they had never won anything – meant more than going to San Francisco and winning their fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. Going to Arizona and winning a Super Bowl for the team that has the longest championship drought in all sports. It's like when what's-his-name went to the Cubs and they built a winner, Theo Epstein. That's yeah. what it would be like. You're legendary. Anybody can go to the Roonies and win, with all due respect to Mike Tomlin, anybody can go to New England. You go to a franchise like New Orleans and then subsequently Arizona – and win with the Bidwells that have never won anything consistently, mm-hmm. you're, you're, it doesn't matter that another coach may have three or four championships. You are immortalized. You've got titles where nobody – the Saints were the Aints. They wore bags over their heads. They're back to being the Aints, with all due respect to Dennis Allen. So I wonder if that makes a difference. You get everything in Arizona. You get the weather. You get the quarterback. You get the draft pick. Hopefully you get to handpick your own GM, a la Jeff Ireland, and you have a chance – to win where nobody else has won ever. And it's a division, by the way. You talk about non-sustainability at quarterback. You're, you're going to get Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, right? Who are, I'm tra- Brock Purdy's playing well this year, but let's contextualize it. Geno Smith, potentially, or like a rookie. And then what's left of Matthew Stafford yeah. in the twilight years of his career? Yeah, like That's a reanimated perfect. corpse of Matthew yeah. Stafford. Animated, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that, you're, you're in a position where you can come in and, and win right away. You can't do that yeah. in New Orleans. Derek John, uh, tell me more about it. Cam Jordan is is a unrestricted free agent. Yeah, Michael Chandler High School. He's toast. No, I'm talking like let's get Peyton here. We'll bring oh, Jordan sorry. in for the twilight of his career. Kind of a JJ Watt edition. Whatever he does wants. every everything right on and off the field. He'd be a nice rotational pass rusher for the Cardinals. I'm here for that. Absolutely. For the people, real quick for the people who think we're too negative now at the end of the year. First of all, have you watched this team? If they hire Sean Payton, I will celebrate every waiver wire move like it's the Super Bowl. I will overblow <laughs> every acquisition. No, no there it is. How there little, it is. They sign X player from the CFL or from the XFL for the vet minimum championship, championship. Yeah. 
get ready to tolerate. He's the next Marcus Colston. I'm telling you. (laughs) He's seen comps to Jimmy Graham. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Every draft pick they have, if it's a running back, will be compared to Kamara. Uh, it will be injected we'll into the, my veins. We'll go on that journey together, Bo. Yeah, we will. We'll be Thelma and Louise holding hands, yep. driving oh, in the converter. <laughs> but there is no cliff with Sean Payton. There's only a cliff with Cliff Kingsbury, and we've reached it. We're down at the bottom in flames. Oh, there oh, it is. No. It, it does seem bad, doesn't it? I, I mean, just... Look at Bidwell. Like, it's just written all over it. his face. I'm going to wear my red suit, first of all. The, the the first of the confidence of Mike to wear that suit on a night where it's Trace McSorley versus Tom Brady and you've won one home game in 14 months, you got to have some confidence in yourself. Like, I'm wearing this red suit tonight. I'm going out on top. <laughs> I'm not getting heckled by nobody. And my coach is terrible and we can't right. win at all. It's like he didn't know. He's like, I, I have to be serious while wearing this velvet jacket. I have to be dead Look serious. Look-, Look at me. <laughs> Talk about that. To, what's going on with DeAndre Hopkins liking a tweet. Do we need to talk uh, about that? I think I saw in the chat earlier that somebody said it was Photoshopped. Is that possible? I mean, then also no, there was the conversation that he was having with James Conner. James Conner, who okay. had uh, no decorations on his wall or his shelves while he was being profiled on Hard Knocks. It, it looked like the loneliest mansion outside of Cliff Kingsbury's Paradise Valley place. Uh, at least get at least get some uh, some lion art up on the, on the walls, my Never. friend. I mean, <laughs> those are going to be on eBay so fast in two months. Those lion prints. Come on, he's got a he's going to get a he's going to get a buyout where he can buy all the lion art That's he true. his little heart desires desires. That's true. No, but uh, it it was interesting. I mean, as far as so yeah, Jackson saying he unliked it. He unliked it. So somebody that, must that have said, feels "Hey, more plausible." I had an accidental like. Uh, the other day I was just scrolling Twitter uh, and I, I'm like, no, I mean, it was nothing. It was harmless. It was whatever. But yeah. I noticed how easily it is, especially when you're scrolling on the app. Hope, uh, do you think that's a possibility or is it? No, uh, it his name yeah. it. <laughs> if it was like, it, like an ad for like Applebee's appetizers, <laughs> whoops, you know what? I'm more of a TGI Fridays guy and you keep scrolling. Can't let my allegiance to uh, TGI Fridays go uh, under under the gun here. No, it has his name <laughs> on it. He probably searched his name on Twitter, which you know some people are known to do. Not this guy. I never do that. And then and then he, he liked it. He's like, oh yeah, it could be on the move. Definitely okay. a possibility. Thanks, NFL so, rumors. So we got pick and spreads confirmed. D Hop liked it. So it was it wasn't just a photoshopped on it. So it was the NFL rumors tweet for that pick saying, and spread. Yeah. So that and I think do we still have it, Jacob? Do we still have the the tweet? It, you, you might unlike it, but it, it lives forever on the internet. Well, we just, uh, we were literally live two hours ago. Yeah. With uh, not many wide receivers on the market in the offseason, a name to watch is Cardinals DeAndre Hopkins, as the team reportedly could unload some contracts this offseason. So, you know, I, with, with what he said was. That's not even bad. That's not even bad, though. Like, it would be bad if it was like Cardinals are in disarray and need to move DeAndre Hopkins ASAP to save his career. If he liked that. Just like Cardinals could be going in a different direction, DeAndre Hopkins could be moved because he's being paid a lot of money. Get this. If DeAndre Hopkins was making Greg Dortch money, D-Hop would be a Cardinal next year. No no chance he would be moved. But I I, I don't read too much into that. I mean, 22, as far as how you deal and how you trade, and when you've got $22 million of $30 million that's due to him next season, or his cap number is 30 and his dead money is 22, it gets a little tricky as far as trying to deal with these guys. So they'd have to figure something out cap wise. 
Well, here's my take on it. If you get something back that can help you win short-term and long-term, if you get a second-round pick that's like, this is starter minimum the next four years that we think can be good and extend, we don't know who the player is going to be, but we're getting a second-round pick, cost-controllable. Okay, you consider that. But it's like we're we're unloading salary. We're doing a Dallas Cowboy. We're giving Amari Cooper away, who's had a great year in Cleveland, by the way, for a mm-hmm. fifth-round pick. Hell no. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Awful. Because, again, you're not going to be better without DeAndre Hopkins next year, presumably, and you don't build for the future with that. Even well, and if I'm making the pick, if, if it's Sean Payton, it's it's like you said, every waiver wire, you're going to celebrate it. If every move you'll just be like, you'll, you'll paint yeah, it as, as it. a positive. You'll, yeah. He, look at this genius unloading salary. And he's going to, he's going to go find somebody. He's going to go find the next Mike Thomas, put him in the slot, yeah. next slot. King. I mean, think about, have, do you, do you remember a saints draft bust while he was there? Like a high profile first round saints draft bust. Like on the, especially on the offensive side, I cannot think of any that were just complete whiffs. Like maybe Reggie Bush, like they took Reggie Bush um, yeah. right behind Mario Williams, but they, I mean, they won a Super Bowl with Reggie. He had that big game in Chicago. Like literally everything he touches turns to gold you know, on offense. They usually would spend their high pay. Here's what's great with Sean Payton, not to get off topic, he can take like day two, three picks and make them stars. Mm-hmm. And then what would they always do in the first round? They would draft defensive players. They would draft pass rushers. They would trade up because Sean would be like, just give me a bunch of spare parts and undrafted free agents and I'll make them stars. Because I don't remember too many. For, like Marcus Colston, Jimmy Graham, Kamara was a third-round pick. Mark Ingram, mm-hmm. uh, he was a first-rounder, but he ended up being pretty good. I I don't remember too many. Like, And then they took their linemen in the second and third round. God, yeah. I want him so bad. Please, I'm, come on. Yeah. Come on I'm looking at it, man. I mean, I'm going back five years, and it's looking okay. pretty solid. Um, Hit me with a draft bust on offense that he took early. I, I'm looking. I mean, I, the third-round pick, Traquan Smith, might be uh, the the leader in the clubhouse right now. So, and that's not bad. That's not – I mean, he – he was like a wide receiver three for them. He was a, and that he was pick a was probably like pick 100 because they were picking late in the third. Look at this. Look at Jackson's tweet or Jackson's comment right here. Cooks, right, which Brandon Cooks has been grossly underrated. Jimmy Graham, mm-hmm. Marcus Colston. The, the Lattimore draft when they picked ahead of the Cardinals, the Patrick Mahomes draft, is one of the greatest drafts yeah, in recent memory. When they got Michael Thomas, they've got Ryan Ramchek. Was he in that draft? They had like three stud players consecutive. It was like the Cardinals 04 draft with Fitz and Darnold Dockett and um, Carlos Dansby. That's what it was like. That that 2000 must have been 2017 draft. It's pretty sick, man. I'm just going. These are these are pretty good. It just I can't when I when I can't think of a kind quality pick and then it's the flip for for Sean Payton. I can't think of any of your busts. There's a yeah. reason you're a champion. You're a winner. I just. Mm-hmm. And, and again, everybody feels like we're pushing our eggs onto the the Peyton basket. No, we're just we're we're starting at the top. If Jim Harbaugh signed with this team tomorrow, I'd be over the moon for it because I do think Jim Harbaugh parallels this team parallels a lot of what he dealt with in San Francisco. He won with quarterback play that was in flux a little bit. Alex Smith off of injuries, hurt, thrown to the corner, NFC title game back to back years, taking Colin Kaepernick to the Super Bowl, taking they had a bunch of first round picks. Patrick Willis hadn't won anything when he got there. He elevated all those players. I couldn't, I could not wait to see what he would do with somebody like Zaven Collins and Isaiah Simmons. They're just 
this team has been both poorly constructed, but also poorly coached to the point where like, I don't know who the good players are. I want, I yeah. think I do, but I, yeah. I don't know how great they can be. You guys, that guys that can play, you know, 70 to 80 to hundred percent of the snaps, but as far as their impact, you're, you're, you can't undeniably say, Hey, like Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins are, 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 are killing guys on a down to down basis. So you need those guys. You need those killers out there. Right? Defense. You, you have no idea yeah. what you, right. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, it's me giddy. I, I, like I said earlier today, I just hope we're not setting the fan base up to have their heart Listen, removed from their chest. It's a, when she, it's a, it's a Yeah. Vegas is saying, I mean, bookies.com has them as the favorite. The Cardinals is the favorite right now. And, and again, people who, if you missed this earlier with the mm-hmm. Durant stuff, Durant was never available. Oh, as far as Kevin Durant? Yeah, because everyone's yeah, yeah. responding yeah, to right. a tweet. Like, well, right. man, we went through this with the Suns and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant right. plays for the same team because the Nets said, we're not trading you. If the, if the Saints say Dennis Allen's our head coach, then they're going to trade him. He's leaving. Right. As far as, like, if if he was, that was that was the whole thing, right? I mean, not, a, not every single – all the odds are going to go the right way. But as far as who's the – the logical favorite, you know, Vegas is going to be all over that. They're not just going to try to conjure up Cardinals money and like Cardinals fan base money. It's not going to net them the biggest, biggest uh, amount of like money's coming in. Do you? Do They're you in the business that? of making money. Exactly. So they, they try to make even money and the, and the Cardinals are the closest by double digits. Can we get those Sean Payton odds back up? Producer Jacob, producer Jacob made this banger of a graphic. If you haven't seen this, by the way. Look yeah. at that. Look at that. Almost even money to be the next head coach of this franchise. And then we already broke down Dallas and LA. I'm sorry. For, are not for our happy. audio listeners only. It's it's plus 250 for the Cardinals. Denver's plus 400. The Chargers are plus five. And so is Dallas. And then the field at 550 is your top five. There were people in this market that said, that's a joke. Don't even entertain Sean Payton. He's not coming mm-hmm. here. Bidwell won't do that. Sean Payton wouldn't entertain the Cardinals. Okay, maybe that's true. We're sitting here two months later. We could be two weeks away from it happening. I mean, we could be two minutes away from an Adam Schefter rap sheet tweet that says, Michael Bidwell, Sean Payton are having dinner tonight. If all things go well, they'll culminate a trade with the New Orleans Saints to make them the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, You can't sit there and say that that's not a possibility. You can't. With every... Get that look back up there. My, look at Michael Bidwell. You think he's tired of this shit? You think he's tired of what it's going on? That's like, I got to get a winner in here, damn it. That is not a face of a guy that, number one, is going to run it back, and number two is going to hire some OC from Detroit that has an under 500 record. That That's a guy that says, I got to spend some money to make some money, and I need a winner. Come on, Michael. You got the private jet. Now get somebody to, to pilot it with you. Get your co-pilot. He doesn't fly. It's the just, private jet. He that's the, that's the, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Look, right. I mean, that's where we're nothing has to be said, but all he has to do is give that look. And everybody knows he's fucking fuming. Again, we, well, I'm sure we'll take a lot of heat because we're stirring this pot. Well, like we don't know if Sean Payton's coming here, but to dismiss it, I think is, Yes, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to 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 dismiss it as not a possibility. Because then you're just dismissing everything. 
Like you're yeah. dismissing all hope for this franchise. You get Sean Payton, you have a chance to be successful for 10 years. Like everybody should be rooting for that to happen. Yeah. And you shouldn't be dismissing the great work on our website. Go phnx.com. We've got our Howard Balzer articles up there. He's covering the team out there with me every day. He's in the locker room. He's at the press conferences. He's at practice. He's got the insight. He's also got the Hall of Fame voting capability. He's been around this game for 40 years. He's seen it all, and he's giving it to you at gophnx.com. Cardinals daily content from Howard Balzer, including some uh, some stuff for our diehards out there. Sign up and unlock some great stories, great content from Howard Balzer. Also, you got to check out the PHNX Locker. PHNX Locker, you get some hats like Johnny and I were wearing tonight. You get some great merch, like some great shirts. Mine came in just before the holidays. I was excited to wear them around fam. They asked me, is that your company? I said, yeah, this is PHNX. You got to get yourself some gear, uh, and you do as well. PHNXLocker.com, and also sign up to be a diehard at gophnx.com you get yourself a new shirt every year just by being a member just to give you guys a little inside baseball we were chatting with producer jacob before the show and we basically out we outline every week what the shows are going to look like what we're going to do the scheduling and we said black monday that week we may go live all day every day we may go live every day because we don't know what's going to happen with this team it's like we're putting together our draft big board for the week of Black Monday, a potential GM change, head coaching change, head coaching hire, GM hire, Michael Bidwell press conferences, you know, 24-7 content challenge with the Arizona Cardinals. My man to my left will be at every single press conference giving you the inside. PHNX underscore Cardinals at Bulbrock. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. Like this video. Guys, we're at the finish line here. We're off tomorrow. We are back on Friday for our definitive Atlanta Falcons preview with our guy Frank Sanders in studio. In the meantime, subscribe to PHNX Sports on Twitter. We'll see you on Friday. Night, everybody.